Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the Africa Legal Podcast. Today I am thrilled to be joined by Zara Jamal and Ana Sofia Batista of Abreo Advogados and JLA Advogados. Now, Zara is a partner at Abreo Advogados since 2016 and at JLA Advogados, Abreo's Advogados associate firm in Mozambique since 2014. She works primarily on the implementation of international business and project finance transactions in Mozambique, focusing particularly on the banking, insurance, real estate, agricultural and energy sectors. Her practice centers particularly in the areas of banking, finance, corporate and regulatory law, often advising on international project financing transactions. Her experience includes Islamic banking, having provided services for Murahaba's first transaction in Mozambique. Ana Sofia Batista is a partner whose practice focuses on corporate and M&A in Portugal. She works primarily on business restructuring operations and acquisitions as they relate to corporate structures, contracts and financing. Her practice focuses particularly on matters related to acquisitions, mergers, spin-offs, liquidity inflows or share swaps, and specifically corporate and mergers and acquisitions in Portugal, private equity transactions and project finance transactions. She has also been involved in investment operations in Mozambique, providing legal advice and liaising with local lawyers within the Abreu Advogados International Network. She has extensive experience in advising on transactions in the health, transport, food and finance sectors, as well as on corporate housekeeping for national and multinational companies in various sectors of the economy. So Zara and Anna Sophia, a real pleasure to have you here today. Thank you, Tom. Thank you for having us. Let's dive right in, shall we? So one for both of you, actually, so someone can just dive in first. Let's get an important bit of context set out first. So JLA Advogados and Abreu Advogados, two firms but intricately linked. Tell us the detail behind this combination. <laughs> we are, in fact, intricately linked, as you say. Um, we, we are two uh, firms, one in Portugal and one based in, in Mozambique. Um, Zara is, is, is a partner in both firms, as you've mentioned before, uh, and we have in, in Abreu uh, Advogados in Portugal a Mozambican desk with Portuguese lawyers that work closely with Mozambican lawyers at JLA Advogados. Uh, we combine the expertise of, of, of both uh, uh, firms and both lawyers uh, in the international projects uh, that we have in, in, in Mozambique, uh, even though, as, as Adam will mention for sure, uh, of course, JLA also advise on, on domestic transactions. Uh, we established this partnership with JLA uh, 10 years ago, in 2010, um, and uh, we are full services in, in Portugal, Abreu Advogados, 10 practice areas, uh, 34 activity sectors, and we, we collaborate, collaborate actively with, with JLA uh, on a daily basis to provide these legal services to, to, to the, the clients that, that have an interest in, in Mozambique. Um, if you want to detail a bit more, Zara, please. Sure. Um, well, as Anna Sofia was saying, um, I think this partnership is the perfect recipe for a successful delivery of high standard legal services. 
because it combines, as she was saying, both local knowledge and expertise of a very specific jurisdiction, which is still young and inexperienced, with a more um, mature and sophisticated skill set. Because as you know, uh, Portugal and Mozambique have close historic, cultural, and also legal backgrounds. So uh, in the 1970s, for example, with independence, Mozambique did not repeal all pieces of legislation that were in force at that time. Uh, what, what it did is basically only repealed the legislation that was contrary to the newly enacted constitution. So which means that we still have some Portuguese diplomas in force in our Mozambican legal system. So therefore, this partnership explores these commonalities um, and is ultimately very beneficial not only for the clients, as Anna-Sophia was mentioning, but also to our lawyers and even our staff, which benefit from exchange programs, training sessions, and also to develop a more global mindset and experience. In terms of our internal organization, JLA Advraj also benefits from the same resources and platforms as Abreu Advraj, which is, of course, a determining factor for JLA, which is a smaller structure with limited resources, to be more efficient and more responsive. So I think in the end of, at the end of the day, it's everyone's gain uh, with having these sorts of partnerships in place. Superb. Thank you so much for the extra detail. You know, I've been privy to a bit of extra information, but it's good for our listeners to have that that wider context. And I think, you know, 10 years of cooperation, uh, let's face it, the most important thing is how the clients are serviced. And it sounds like any client who is fortunate enough to be on the books of either Abreu or JLA wouldn't even know the difference. You know, when you're working with either you're constantly being supported and and serviced by by both. So so it's fantastic to have both sides of that coin represented here today. Uh, now a question specifically for Zara. Uh, JLA Advogados were recently awarded the prestigious African Law Firm of the Year small firm award at the African Legal Awards. The judges were full of praise for your entry and achievements, but in your own words, what do you think makes the firm so worthy of this recognition? Well, firstly, let me start by saying how honoured and humbled we all felt by this great recognition. Um, it was truly amazing, and I think it was a great milestone for us. And also a shout out to you, Tom, for delivering the award. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Zara, I must apologise. I've only just realised quite how terrible my pronunciation of advogage is. No. So, you... <laughs> it was it's perfect. It's a learning experience. <laughs> Sorry, you, you do go on. <laughs> no, but um, what makes JLA so worthy of the recognition? I think, well, JLA that is a very young firm. It's composed by a very young group of but highly motivated and performing lawyers. Uh, we are all very much client oriented, and I think we 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 receive that from Abreuot Vugac. Uh, but we are also aware that we need to constantly evolve and improve our technical skills. So that is why we internally uh, strongly promote uh, constant academic training and exchange programs. And to be honest, more than fifty percent of our lawyers currently are either doing their masters or attending postgrad uh, courses. We also have uh, in-house English classes and IT trainings for all the team. So I think we are developing at the same pace of Mozambique 
which is developing and attracting new types of clients from different and more sophisticated jurisdictions. Uh, what we want to ensure is that they receive the same level of service that they are used to in their home countries. So I think it's uh, our mindset that probably um, that probably motivated this this great award. Well, I feel I would be terribly out of place stalking the corridors of JLA with fifty percent of all staff in in uh, in postgraduate education. I would be. Uh, very obvious in my mere undergrad status. So it's great to hear that that energy and that that hunger for further learning is is, is penetrating the firm on such a such a scale. Uh, Anna Sophia, a question for you, if I may. Both Abreo and JLA and your affiliate firms work in some fascinating but less commonly understood jurisdictions, namely Angola, Mozambique, and Cape Verde. Aside from the obvious linguistic connection to to these jurisdictions via the Portuguese route to the firms, what drew the firm to develop into these markets to such an extent? And further, give us a snapshot into any common threads in your growth in these markets by sector or type of client that you're servicing. Thank you. We, we really are present or go to the markets where our clients want to invest. And that's exactly what happened in, in all those jurisdictions that you mentioned, which are Portuguese-speaking uh, uh, or related to Portugal jurisdictions such as Angola, Mozambique, Cape Verde, but also uh, Macau in China, Timor-Leste near, nearby, also Brazil. So we have... Um, associations with law firms in different ways in all these jurisdictions because our clients wanted or needed to go there. Uh, we work a lot with, with, with international clients and uh, in, because of, of their sectors, because of the opportunities in those jurisdictions, uh, uh, we, we were uh, driven uh, and, and, and thought, and in, in many of those, as I mentioned, in, in Mozambique we are, since 2010 in, in, in Angola, we were before uh, in a different type of association and then we went to, to Cape Verde and went to Timor and Macau. And so the, the Portuguese language is, uh, uh, yes, something that, that connects us because we were there. There were Portuguese-speaking countries uh, uh, before uh, or even in, in some cases they still are. <clears throat> but the... The laws are also very similar to Portuguese law, and the jurisprudence from Portuguese courts uh, is usually taken, uh, and the doctrine and uh, the authors they are uh, looked at in those jurisdictions. So it is important to have that that connection as 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 well. We have, as Zara was also mentioning, in those jurisdictions, in, in of course in different in different types of association because it also depends on 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 the local law and on the local. Uh, uh, companies, but the standards are the same as in Abreu. We have the same systems, we implement the, the same systems, we provide the clients uh, uh, under the, the, the Abreu International Legal Solutions uh, uh, um, background the same, uh, the same uh, um, uh, service. So we try to do that. That's, that's our intention. Um, on your second question of, of, of the snapshot on, on any common threats, uh, what we can say is that really about 45% of our clients are foreigners uh, and they have interests outside of Portugal too. 
uh, in our connections and in the international firms with whom we work, which fortunately are 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 many, we we get much of our work and in those jurisdictions, not only in energy, natural resources, in financing, uh, the the clients are have an interest in 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 investing or in, in having more information about those 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 areas also infrastructure um, eventual acquisitions so the 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 common thread which I would say would be this one it's the clients led us from 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 very early in our in our uh, um, existence as a law firm uh, to to work with abroad or work with with firms abroad uh, Abreu is is a law firm which is thirty years old and 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 started with mainly international clients, which in, at the time in Portugal was was uh, a different type of service of the one that existed. And so, uh, in a way, uh, our evolution also was connected to that need to to be innovative and to search for uh, uh, work which is not the, the always the, 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 the one that lawyers in Portugal used to do at the time. And then throughout the, the, the time, we, 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 we got to, to the need to have, to have partners in, in, in outside of Portugal, especially in those, in those countries. Um, and so that's, I think, mainly the, 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 the rationale behind our, our evolution as a firm. Well, Anna Sophia, I must say, you know, taking this path less trodden has uh, brought together a fascinating and very rare group of jurisdictions. I can only imagine how much fun and how interesting those partner or network conferences when you all get together must be. And, uh, you know, I hope that the pandemic hasn't put put sway to your ability to interact and talk on a on a daily basis because i imagine there is no shortage of fascinating client deals and stories and even government interactions so i look forward to hearing more well into the future as well uh, back back to zara for my next question you've previously worked and studied in portugal belgium and spain but have now settled in mozambique what is it that finally drew you to this part of the world? And what are your personal highlights highlights for living and working in such a beautiful and fascinating part of Africa? Well, um, I should say that the fact that I have strong and close family ties here in Mozambique, uh, it helped me to take this decision back in 2012. So apart from the great weather, of course, the beaches, the food, the people, Mozambique is a country with great potential and opportunities for young and competent professionals. So at the time, I thought that I could put in good use my international experiences, as you were mentioning, um, in this country that now I'm proud to call home. Um, my father, who was not very... Uh, enthusiastic with the idea. He told me at the time that it's not always going to be easy, but it will probably worth it, be worth it. So I think now, after almost 10 years, I can say that it was definitely worth it. So I'm very, very proud of taking this decision. It's great to hear. And I think, you know, having a journey like that or a transition like that made a little bit easier through the connections is always welcome and like you say you're so glad you did 
So I think it's a great lesson and I do encourage people to, you know, look at the, the, the kind of work that JLA are undertaking. The fact that you have been awarded, you know, such prestigious prizes on the back of you making this jump. Hopefully it gives a few more people that motivation to, to go it, you know, to do it, to live it. And I think you're a great example of how successful, uh, you know, those decisions can be. And a question for both of you, perhaps uh, Anna Sophia, you could answer first, is what does the future hold for Abreu and JLA? You know, there's obviously momentum for further development on the back of the recent award win. But can you give us a sneak peek at all as to what 2021 holds for you both and the firms? Mm-hmm. Well, um, from a, a, an Abreu Advogados perspective, and also JLA, Zara can detail a bit, uh, a bit more. Uh, we, we naturally, we fortunately saw uh, in now in 2020 uh, much work, which is great, taking into consideration all that is happening uh, in the whole world because of, of COVID-19. Uh, we 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 have made all sorts of, of anticipations and organ and within our organization, which is great that we are so well organized that we had our predictions, we have our control, and so everything is being really really uh, uh, well well uh, uh, focused uh, on 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 the work despite uh, everything that is that is going on lockdowns and etc etc. We we as says I was in Mozambique. <clears throat> Is a, a country with much much potential, and and uh, we've seen from the work that that we have been doing throughout these last months that that work is increasing, and and will surely continue to increase in in twenty twenty one. And the same in in Portugal, despite natural, and I have to 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 say that because it's really something that we cannot control fully. Today, apparently, there are some very good news about the vaccine, but everything is still on, on, on the very early stage. Uh, but we, we have to keep keep focus on the work, keep focus on the financial side. And by doing that, I'm sure uh, uh, the, the rest of this year and the next one will, will, will be as successful as, as the last ones, which is what we expect. And Zara, a, a JLA angle or perspective, if you would. Um, well, as I mentioned, that the, the award was, a, of course, a very important milestone, but it also gave us a, a stronger responsibility for the future. Um, as Anasvia was saying, of course, we have uh, more, more requests from clients and we want to grow, but on a sustainable manner. Um, we also want to attract and retain uh, new talents. So maybe you'll see us again in the awards in 2021, but in a different category. Thank you both for that uh, bit of forward gazing. Now, a closing thought from you both. Uh, It's a question that I like to ask uh, quite a few of our guests is, if you could somehow give advice to your younger selves at the start of your careers, what would this advice be and why? I can start. This is a very difficult one. Uh, look at me with uh, twenty five years ago. Um, and don't well, say, "By God, change that haircut." I'm not going there. I don't know. I think I. Uh, one of the things that that I, I've not really learned, but it's 
And if, if I would look back at me with that hair back 25 years ago, I would say, well, maybe work as hard as, as you always did, but do not overemphasize the difficulties. All the problems have a solution. <laughs> All the clients' problems have a solution. For me, it's really a, a, a lesson from my professional life. Well, actually, that's our motto, uh, innovative solutions. <laughs> so... <laughs> Little did you know it 25 years ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, I, I think I would stress the same, that uh, hard work and honesty always pays off. So I think if we stay strong and focused, success will follow, definitely. I think, Maybe a change of haircut would also have helped. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I could talk to myself 25 years ago, I'd say, by God, look after it better because it might all be gone soon. Um <laughs> On the hair, not the clients, I might add. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you both today. Thank you so much for joining me. And as always, a very big thank you to all of our listeners. If you're new to the podcast and want to peruse our back catalogue, the full list of episodes are available on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And be sure to subscribe to any one of these channels to ensure that you don't miss out on future must-hear content. So without further ado, I will thank you once again, Zara and Anna Sophia. Thank you for being here. Thank I you. have been Tom Pearson, and this has been the Africa Legal Podcast. <laughs>